out. And I can just do that on the editing side. Stick out the mandolin and the <laughs> voice. The whole thing, really. Alright, let's start the show. Hello and welcome to another edition of Hop Heroes, the show where we talk about our favorite drinks and our favorite heroes. I'm your host, Jordan Nareth, and with me as always, we have talented artist and comic enthusiast, Jared Gonzalez. Sup, sup. What's poppin', man? And then we got my third co-host here, my boy, Zach Barlow. How you living, kid? Living the dream, bro. Living the dream. Every day. One day at a time. Jordan, I actually, mm-hmm. um, I wrote you a letter. You wrote me a letter. Yeah, I wrote you a letter, but I didn't know like if I should share it with you or not. <laughs> um, it's kind of so. Um, I know that Wait, you and I have. <clears throat> Are you going into the letter right now? Yeah, I was gonna read it. I was gonna read the letter. Should I save the letter for for later? Or I mean, this is just going out to the public, so I don't know what the letter says or why you would write me a letter. Oh, are you, so you are you nervous. afraid of this letter to go out to public? We'll, we'll save the letter. Maybe later. Maybe later. Well, now I'm curious. Now I need to know what the letter says. Dude, when the time is right. How are you going to start the letter and then... Because you stopped have, me. Just because I have doubts. I'm insecure about it. Just just keep your door open three inches. What? <laughs> We're doing Stranger Things, bro. What are you talking oh about? fuck. Hopper wrote L the letter and said just keep your door open three inches. <laughs> Get Come out of on. here. I watched this series like July 5th. Oh so my it's gosh. Been a little bit, all right? Don't <laughs> fucking start with the letter. Now now it's all coming to me. Now it works. Now it's all rushing back. Now I'm sad. Yeah, dude. Uh, R.I.P. So we're doing Stranger Things today. Yeah, uh, yeah. We're adventuring, it's a adventuring very out of the comic time. book spe- specific. We're, we're just sticking to the nerd culture here. It's Typically we do comics or something related to comics, and Stranger Things isn't necessarily a comic per se, but it's got enough nerdy shit in. I mean, they play Dungeons and Dragons for God's yeah. sake. I mean, yeah. it's right up our alley, and it's, it's got the same it's a vibe too. Phenomenon. Same vibe. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, absolutely. Um, so obviously, season three just dropped on the fourth of July. Uh, we're not going to go through a whole season one, season two, what it's about. If you don't know what it's about, why the hell are you listening to this? And if if you don't know what it's about, where have you been? I mean, it's, it came out in 2016, and everybody in the world and their mom has seen it at this point. So. Mm-hmm. Um, season three dropped. Jr., you finished it last night, right? I finished it this morning. I watched episode eight at like, well, hopefully nobody at work is listening. Uh, eight, eight, nine thirty in the morning. <laughs> and uh, I think I was messaging on Slack, you know, because I was like, "What the fuck? What the fuck? What the fuck? What the fuck? What the fuck?" I'm yeah. like, "Why am I crying? Why am I crying? And this is bullshit." You cried a little bit, a little bit. <laughs> Oh my god. Dude, that letter um, was horrific. Alright? Man. And they were they were playing a very touching song at the end, which we might get into a little later if someone doesn't set me up um for failure. What uh, a, yeah, I got I got I got a lot to say about that, but yeah. go ahead. But yeah. Yeah, me I mean I watched it. I I'm glad <laughs> I watched it last night. I had started it right when it came out because it's Stranger Things, but obviously we had some other stuff going on that I, I wanted to get with and busy Fourth of July weekend, but um, I, I'm glad I waited till yesterday. I watched two episodes last night and then two episodes today, and uh, it was a good, good feel. Love it. Yeah, love it. All right, we got some positive coming, positivity coming from Jay already. Um, so yeah, for those of you that don't know, Stranger Things, it's the '80s noir fucking synthy sci-fi show about aliens coming from the 
the upside down, another dimension kind of thing, um, to Hawkins, Indiana, and they just they terrorize the town, and these these kids and their local friends and and parents kind of rally together to fight fight off the force, along with the superhuman Eleven, who is kind of a project of a experiment. Basically, um, the goat. Yeah. Yeah. She just without her, dude, they'd be so royally fucked. Yeah. Like, every single time, it's yeah. They never like they like the kids are all like it's really like Goonies esque, you know, this little ragtag group. They play Dungeons and Dragons. They have these crazy imaginations and these little like gizmos and and their walkies and everything. And then they end up getting face to face with the aliens and just get wrecked, obviously, or just cry in the corner. And then Eleven just fucking shows up and just dust. saves them every single time. Yeah, yeah. So those of you are listening, I'm assuming you know what the show is about. I'm assuming you know what's going on in the first two seasons. JR, since you got the fresh in your mind, how about you kind of break us down the synopsis of season three? Uh, so season going on? three is a obviously a continuation, which I love. I love these type of things because it's like the last season left you kind of like okay, wanting more, right? Like, and so this season's kind of like a continuation, and everybody's growing up, everybody's in relationships. Um, it's totally that, that feel of, you know, when you're a kid and you're hanging out with your friends and, you know, everybody's got a, like a, a sweetheart or everybody's just like hanging out for the summer. It's kind of like that, you know? So, um, and, and this time they're just a little older. Um, there's a mall involved, you know, um, and working and some of the, the older kids are out of, out of school and, and, and trying to do some good, good things in life. And, uh, uh, especially and, Billy. Especially Billy. Yeah. Um, Steve is kind of my, one of my favorite characters. Love his, his Steve hair. Steve is awesome. Dude, Steve, Steve really don't grows on you. Love, don't get me started. Love Steve. What? Um, dude, what do you mean, he, don't get me started. Dude, he like A gets like he was supposed to be like this super like jock loving, and he gets spit on the whole entire show, the whole entire show. Um, but uh, you got Russians involved. You got the the uh, yeah Russia's involved. The uh, right. the the flare getting stronger and using people and I mean it got gory pretty quick and uh, the Red Ranger turns into the like the the ultimate bad guy you know in in there. That was the Red Ranger. That's the Red Ranger. Oh my god, he looks what? like Arnold Schwarzenegger. No, 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 yeah, not the does. Russian guy. That guy did look oh, like no. Arnold Schwarzenegger. The uh Billy when he uh he's the Red Ranger. Oh, the Red Ranger from the new Power Rangers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gotcha. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, Red Ranger. Yeah, Power interesting. Ranger. Yeah, he's he's the he's the shit. Yeah, so Love Billy is Billy. the Red Ranger um but and kind of the the bad guy in the beginning, but yeah, it's pretty much it. Them, they're they're there to save the day. They're they get their lives interrupted once again. It's like every summer for them. It's like summer school, just get it's their crazy. lives interrupted. That poor town. Yeah, that poor I know. Town of Hawkins. I know. I just break. feel like so much bad shit has happened to that town. It's just like move. Yeah, <laughs> like, <laughs> you should well, be there. They do, don't they? Isn't that what uh, Joyce at the end? Yeah, they yeah. Pick up and they move. Yeah. yeah, they do. They do at the end. They're like, all right, I've had enough. We got to get out of here. <laughs> all right, so. Uh, yeah, it's it's basically it's almost like a so the mind flare. I love how they like the creatures always have a name from like a Dungeons and Dragons like the Demogorgon was the first yeah. and like yeah. and the, now they call yeah. it the mind flare. And the mind flare was fucking brutal, dude. It was like this tentacle slash like spider thing that would inject itself into you and overtake your body. It was almost like kind of invasions of the body snatchers type ordeal. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, yeah, it, it found Billy. Attacked Billy when he was vulnerable, turned Billy, and then Billy was recruiting for him and just to basically build, like build, take over the town. 
Um, and it was pretty cool. Like every every aspect of the alien, I thought was really cool. One thing that was really absent from this season was the upside down. That was a big, big focus of the first two seasons. Like they'd always go there mm-hmm. to like either fight the alien or discover what they need to do. And this one, the alien was kind of in the regular world the entire time. Just living it's like, like they the shut the alien. They shut the guy, their the mind flare from the upside down when eleven closed the gate and so then the, the, the flare the couldn't get back in there yeah the Russians opened open. the gate again yeah and that was the it. biggest hole for me though the like that i felt like at the end i was waiting for a, a big payoff like a reason why and i never got it like why why yeah. were the russians trying to open that hole why were they trying to like let the monsters back in like that doesn't make any sense Curiosity, man. Uh, Just the whole yeah. pure curiosity. Pure curiosity killed the Russian cat. Man, <laughs> I, what a dick move. Yeah, we're gonna let all move. these aliens into this town, but we're just curious to see what's happening. I mean, we just want to see what's gonna happen. Let's I, invest billions and millions into this. Just fucking on a whim. Build a yeah. like 80, 80 floor uh, basement under a mall. <laughs> yeah, under a mall <laughs> to right. to dig a hole into the other dimension. I I do kind of have a theory. Want to hear my theory? And obviously, it's related. Um, I feel like they were trying to make a super soldier and trying to use the mind flare because it, when it inhibits your body, it makes you stronger. Um, except for it was like a hive mind, right? So it hurt every time one of the other people got hurt, everybody got hurt. Yeah. Um, but I felt like they were trying to make like in the beginning of the season, they were messing with with stuff and um, they're trying to create like this. Plus, it's the 80s, you know? So I'm thinking, you know, uh, that was kind of a big deal with the Russians a little bit, you know, trying to take some power. Um, I felt like they were trying to create that super soldier by maybe using the Mind Flare to inject in them. But you, Mind Flare was actually using them to open the gate. You know, classic. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Could be possible. I mean, I will say this. I think it was – there's eight episodes in the season. I think by season seven – I, I realized that I wasn't going to get a reason why. Seen, and I uh, think episode that... Episode 7? Episode 7, yeah. And I think that by that time, I was like, okay with not getting it. I was like, you know what? I'm not going to get that this why, but I guess I don't really care because like everything else is so cool <laughs> that it's just like, I feel like normally I would need that why for it to push forward, but... It's such a crazy, zany world. Like, we're in the 80s. These kids are playing D&D against these aliens. Like, it's just... It's it's, it's just, like, a lot's going on. And if they don't give me a why for the Russians, I think I could just be like, well, the Russians were just doing some shit. Who cares? Because the rest of the story, (laughs) to me, was so great. Like, I loved the rest of the story a lot. Oh, man. You guys both loved it, huh? Loved it. Oh, you hated it, bro? Let's go. Am I the pessimist here? Oh, yeah. No. Let's go. Let's. Why, did, right. why did you hate it? Put on my cap. <sighs> so, um, hate's a strong word. It's Stranger Things. I don't hate it. Um, I was very disappointed with this season. And uh, there's a few reasons for that, I guess. Um, first off, my two favorite characters turn, basically were turned into satire. Um, I feel like Hop and Steve... We're both reduced to just straight like he- jokes, and that they were no longer the cool, awesome characters that I grew to love in the first two what? seasons. You thought Hop so, became satire? Hop, his entire persona was you know the the alcoholic rebellious sheriff that you know his daughter died, 
was going down a dark path, and then this whole thing happened in Hawkins, and he was found a redemption moment, saved the town, and then got a daughter with Eleven, right? So he like was changing, obviously, after that and becoming a father figure. And in this season, he's so gung-ho about this fucking Joyce Byers that all they do is just like flirt and like it's not like mature adult flirting it's like they accidentally hold each other's hands and like oh my god and they just like pretend that they don't like each other and they just argue but they really do and then like that russian his friend like it speaks russian had to like can you guys cut with all the sexual tension just get it on already like it was so fucking just childish and like hop is just becoming this pussy and like just does not have that that you know brooding like dark cool edge to him anymore he's just a fucking sack of shit going after joyce and joyce is just playing him off and i should be a detective too yada yada and i fucking hated it and (laughs) wait 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 we gotta we gotta pause there okay i'm looking at jr's face and i just feel like we we can't we have to address that go ahead jr (laughs) okay well well first thing we're seeing some development for hop here he's no longer that you know guy in his trailer smoking his cigarette so he developed into a 12 year old no because that's what he acted like with his relationship into a an emotional uh father with um some trying to build a life i feel like and he the was- fathering part was cool i was all about that like that he was legitimately having issues with a boy staying with her, his daughter and that that and he was addressing it in a very like inexperienced but humorous way and i thought that was cool i thought that was funny so um, on that. and then i mean come on he was fighting like a russian assassin and i would say he was pretty much he got like, he was getting like, wrecked by that guy i mean he, he was gotten like two fist fights per episode i feel like and this guy is like fat <laughs> old, smokes drinks beer smokes, all the time love hiking it. across the state of indiana like the entire season and he's literally getting and like they're like long drawn out fights with like a lot of damage <laughs> done and he's just like consistently fighting i just <laughs> I, I felt like he's Fucking done a good people. job uh particularly with the actor i mean he's I love when he screams. Like, his scream is, like, powerful. Like, you know, when he's like, oh, fuck, you know, and punches the guy in the face. And um, and uh, I feel like David Harbour did – I think he continued his acting chops a little bit. I do feel like it's changed. I mean, I feel like it was a great story for him. I do feel like they were setting him up to uh, – spoiler alerts coming up for sure uh, – setting him up to, at the end, you know, for that moment. And that moment was a big moment particularly for me and it involved him and it involved him um uh in his interest it throughout the story and plot and so i felt like if he had been still that same cop or that same like you know guy i don't think the ending would have had such an impact particularly for me i, I think that i think that when um when you're gonna set somebody up kind of like you said jr to to be lost spoiler alert hopper dies um (laughs) then uh pour one out there's a a lot of times in storytelling it's super obvious i don't know if it was obvious to you guys but it was not obvious to me and i think that this was the the high point of the entire season for me that he was gonna be gone like yeah oh okay yeah i'm with you on that yeah i felt like every scene that hopper was in he was kind of showing a different side of himself. Like this is Hopper being brave. This is Hopper being vulnerable. This is Hopper being emotional. This is Hopper being this and that and the other thing. And the reason why is because they want to like show every single side of Hopper as a character. So when 
he dies, you feel it more. Mm-hmm. But instead of that being like overt and obvious, I felt like it as a viewer, I was I felt like I was the only one noticing it in the scene. Like I felt like Hopper was like doing a scene and there was somebody else in there and I I would be like, "Oh, wait, that's Hopper like being vulnerable or something." Like what I mean to say is that it wasn't to me obvious and it wasn't overt, it was more subtle. Mm-hmm. And but I still think that Hopper grew. Like, I think that it, this season was like, let's watch Hopper try to be emotional. He hasn't had emotions in God knows how long. Now he has this little girl in 11. He's trying to be a dad. He doesn't know what he's doing, so he brings Joyce on. And I guess, like, his relationship with Joyce was kind of like, eh. Like, I didn't really care that much either way. But him trying to navigate this new world. That was, world like, the of, whole thing, though. I mean, he was like, with her a lot. But I also felt like he was being badass that entire time. Like, I felt like he was fighting that Russian guy. And he was, like, in that whenever too. somebody needed to get thrown around, he did that. Like, I felt like he was doing whatever needed to get done. Like, when it needed to get done. Joyce was being very helpful as well. And she was like, I'm going to be a detective now, too. And, you know, whatever, whatever. But, I don't know. I just felt like by the time he died... I felt it hard. Mm-hmm. I was like, whew, man, that it was, it, it was rough. And then the letter, yeah. the letter that he read to L at the very end. Yeah. Hit me hard. Tough. Yeah. It, it so, was uh, or real quick on, on him before we get, um, I wanted like, you knew when that look in, in a movie or a TV show, when someone's about to die, you know, and hops at the little, you know, machine digging into the, the next dimension and and you know joyce looks at him and he's like it's okay he's like yeah just do it i'm like fuck fuck and i'm thinking why is hellboy doing this and why why is why is the story going this way and i felt like it was such a but i as soon as that moment happened it made me feel um i'm like there better be a season four and they better figure out a way to make him come back I mean, he's the he's he's on my screensaver right now in my background. Oh. I'm upset. Like, I'm obsessed <laughs> with Hop, bro. Dude, I'm God like on. I am like it. so deep into Hopper. Like, I I feel like he did an amazing job in the season. I thought he was incredible. The actor did great. When he died, it was impactful. Like, I can't say enough good things about it. I thought it was fucking awesome. Yep. Him trying to wrap his mind around becoming a dad and then finally figuring it out at the very end and then dying. Damn, bro. So. I oh God. Okay. I'm not going to get too deep into it, but I don't, don't disagree with a lot of things you're saying. I think he did grow from a character standpoint um, in his fatherhood. I just think that he regressed significantly in his dialogue, not just like that character Hopper, but like just the writing for his character I thought was really shitty. And I think that was the case for a majority of the characters this season. Um, and yeah, the, the relationship with Joyce was kind of blah. And I feel like that was like the, overwhelming theme of the whole hop storyline was the relationship with Joyce and like it just really it, it just irked me and I couldn't get past that and then the amount of fights that he was in became like humorous because he was he was so there's just no way that he had that man had the stamina to fight that many times that brutally and it was I, I didn't dislike it I thought it was cool he's got heart bro yeah he's got a lot of heart that's that's the hop way and <laughs> and I'm not saying that I was not emotionally destroyed when I saw him die and then the letter came out like I was still hop was a special place in my heart from the first two seasons and he's still there from the third I was just really irritated by his him and Joyce's dialogue that's my theory on hop Steve fucking Steve the hair Harrington my boy my 
fucking favorite character from the start. Even when he was an asshole in the very beginning, he was my favorite. I was like, oh my god. When he started singing Risky Business in the fucking garage with Nancy. Oh man. Love him. And he was the badass, right? He was the stud. He was the girl, the guy that every girl wanted. And then Nancy goes and chooses Jonathan Byers, which I really don't get me started on Jonathan Byers. Um, he's a he's a sleeper pick. Jonathan Byers has zero value. Like the guy sucks. I hate hey, him. he's got a better job than Steve. I don't give a shit. <laughs> I hate. I hate. He's so dull. It's so. <laughs> Like he gets his ass kicked and he doesn't do anything for Nancy but whine and complain and then he wears yeah. well. Nancy, Aww. we shouldn't do this. Nancy. I felt like, like I felt that. like season two Jonathan was a lot better than season three. Season three Jonathan, Jonathan was kind of just like we shouldn't be doing this. We're gonna get fired. But but whatever. But then they introduce this new girl who, from the very 30, first thirty seconds that she's introduced, you know that oh she's gonna be the girl that Steve thinks he's too cool for and then ends up fucking trying to get her at the end. Like that was just so predictably laid out. But the way that they saved at the end where she's actually gay and she didn't want him, that was cool. So yeah. I like that Unexpected twist plot twist. Unexpected twist. But the whole time, Steve's just like a joke now. And it really... Because he was the badass. Like, he got his ass kicked a couple times, but he also freaking twirled the baseball bat and took out that alien in fucking the buyer's house in the first season. That was like one of my, you know, goosebump moments. Like, he's done a lot of cool things. In the second season, he was like rolling with the group in the tunnels with like the... The bandana and the flashlight, and he, he's just a savage. And now he's just a fucking pussy that works at a hot dog joint or ice cream joint. I don't know, man. Yeah. He did a lot of badass shit. He went, like, covert operation style and, like, snuck through a lot of this, like, the Russian stuff. I mean, he, yeah, they ended up getting caught, but... But it was, like, like he did he do that? Or, like, I feel like everybody kind of did that. And he did he he took out the, the guard that one time by, like, running and yelling at him. But, like, yeah. I, don't know, I was just really underwhelmed by Steve. He definitely season. didn't have a, any, like overarching outstanding like badass moments i do no, kind of like, like the idea he drove though, away he, he like when the aliens there he drove away to take freaking home dude to the radio tower like, right he, but he like what was he scene. what was he gonna do that's like it's like either l saves us or l doesn't but like i'm out yeah. like I, lucas had fireworks I, I mean they found they found ways to lucas fight it, you know lucas lucas was my, my mvp mvp lucas is a beast Lucas killed it. Yeah, for no, sure. But I like that Steve um, kind of regressed, like in his overall coolness, because I think that happens all the time. Like I feel like a lot of times, like you have like this one guy who's in high school and like everybody loves him. And he's so cool and he's got the hair and shit. And then high school ends, right? And then you just find yourself like you you didn't go to college, you, you didn't do well in school because you were so focused on being cool. You end up working at an ice cream shop, and it's like a very humbling experience. And I feel like that's or, like or what Red Steve Robin. is. What's up? What's up? I don't. I didn't hear what you said. I, I said feel, or Red Robin. Or, or Red, Red Robin. Robin. <laughs> yeah. Right. yeah. <laughs> right. It's a very humbling experience, and you have to like <laughs> reinvent kidding. yourself at that point. You have to be like, well, okay, like who am I going to be now? I'm not like high school's over. And I loved the line he had at the very end where he talked about being cool, and he was just like, it's all bullshit. Like, it's all fucking bullshit. Like, none of that matters at all. And I feel like that is Steve growing. Like, yes, he had a regression. But in the long run, I feel like he had to, like, have that regression to, like, build himself back up into something that's more valuable than just the hair Harrington. Like, I think but I he think he's going to he's gonna have, like, a comeback moment in season he, four. He got turned down by Nancy in the first season. Second season, he was growing. And, like, he's he, grew, he showed a sensitive side and defended the kids the entire time. And, like, I feel like he was already there. I and still, then, like, third season, they put him back into, like, 
trying to be cool all of a sudden, and they introduced this new girl. Like, I don't know. It was really weird for me. His 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 phases, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. I, I still liked Steve. I mean, I, I, I think that he definitely, I agree with you, I, he definitely didn't have, like, a moment where it was just like, oh, shit, he's a badass again. But I still liked, like, I, I didn't really have a problem with it. Like, I, yeah. I still liked where his character was. I, I enjoyed um, his his relationship with Dustin, like, the whole time they were together. Oh, hell yeah. That made me laugh hell every yeah. single time. Um, and he can, like, he was selling, like, a million uh, ice cream scoops, so you can't hate him for selling a million ice cream scoops. Um, and still trying to hit on the ladies <laughs> while selling ice cream scoops in a stupid sailor outfit that a two-year-old would wear. I mean, that is that is character development right there. I mean... If, How's that? if you could do that you can you could win an emmy and um <laughs> I, I i just I, I love the fact that he was he was there with dustin the whole time um you know obviously there's a, a great moment with him and um oh, what was her name in there what was her name in the show the, the the other ice cream scoop lady chick i don't remember her name yeah. she was just randomly dropped in um <clears throat> but i i do feel like there was that moment where she talked about him being cool and like Zach was saying him giving that speech and, and she's kind of confiding in him in him which is something that most that's a hard thing for her to do talk about her sexuality and I felt like the writers were trying to show like people can change people can be for the better regardless of what we're normally used to and um, I felt like that was a really cool moment for Steve um, it kind of showed growth and maybe a little bit more about humanity a little bit. Maybe Steve was more about humanity and how we react, you know, a certain way. And um, But, you guys, so. we're talking about Steve Harrington and Dennis Hopper. Or not Dennis Hopper. Uh, <laughs> uh, Hopper. And, like, you got, like, yeah, these, like, this character growth and, like, this emotional, sentimental it. side. Like, that's not what I fucking want from these guys. Like, these are my badasses. These are my leaders. These are my fucking screen stealers. And they're getting soft on me. And they're focusing so much on the drama side of it. I just felt they you had to make L. room for other people yeah, to be those badasses. Exactly. I, think. I felt like L was such L a badass. Doesn't need any more room. She like I mean, L was a badass. I felt like Lucas was badass. Lucas I felt was like a badass. Steve's Steve's uh, counterpart, uh, that the girl that did the uh, ice cream, she was Puzzles. a badass. Let's get her name. Or the language linguist. Or yeah, whatever. the linguist. She she figured a ton of shit out. Um. So, yeah, I don't know. I just felt like, yeah, I feel it. I feel like from a badass perspective, they definitely took a regression. But I do think that Steve's, like, crowning moment in the whole season for me was after he, like, professed his love to that girl and she told him she was gay. Yeah, that was a great I felt moment. like that could have been a moment where he was just like, oh, yeah, like, well, fuck it. I don't, like, he, like, he could have, he could have, tr- like, handled that really badly. And instead he was just like, oh, we're, well, we're, we're oh, just Robin. friends now. Her name is Robin. Yeah, yeah. Like I Robin, like the way yeah. the way that that was handled, like she handled it really well, and then he was just like, "Oh, yeah. well, did you see this like girl? She's super cute." And then they started like talking about it. like he like instantly just accepted that. I thought that was dope. That's what I'm saying, it's man. Not, he's it's a, not that's a good point. Bad at. I mean, it's not like a. It's it, not but like he's, he's like already on there and stuff. But like he he's a good guy. Like he's, he's not a great just like guy, a, dude. He's a great guy. That's what's so cool about it is that but, he, at first he was the dick, but now he's yeah. And now he's a great you guy. You learn more about him, and you're too, like, he's not, not just a dick. I saw that happen really in season two. Like, I saw him become a great guy in season two. I, I mean, he was a great guy, guy all of time. season three. Like, he, I don't think he ever regressed into a dick in season three. Like, he was just right, but it still was just a cool, a cool moment. I guess I feel like he just deserves more, and 
he was just kind of like a role player and not one of the leaders. Maybe and he's just not as badass as you think he is. That's not possible. So <laughs> going into this whole spiel, so yes, those are my those are my two things about Hop and Steve, but like the entire series was just built around relationships. And it wasn't like relationships that drew me in, like the Hop and Joyce relationship didn't give a shit about. The Mike and Eleven relationship was just annoying. And the only relationship I actually didn't mind was Lucas and, and Homegirl because they barely even talked to each other and she was busy with Eleven. And, he, and, and Lucas was just like, cool. Like, he's like, my, yeah, this is My this favorite is thing do. about that relationship is Lucas's advice to Mike. <laughs> yeah. Like, how to get a girl back. Yeah, he's just like, <laughs> so dude, you funny. got He's like, all right, doomed. let's just go to the mall. Let's buy something, dog. Oh, you only got 350 Damn, this shit's hard. Yeah. <laughs> like, Lucas was the, the... Lucas carried this season and what? fucking thank, thank God for Lucas. And then Billy was like his whole storyline was awesome, but I guess I guess the way and then God Nancy and Jonathan just need to leave the show like they they bring zero value to the show, but it just like I it seems like the first I kind of agree. I mean I think that's an extreme thing to say, but I I do kind of extent lean towards agreeing with you. Like what value did Nancy and Jonathan bring? What did they accomplish this season? Um, I felt like they were trying to do like the the whole. I mean, they called her Nancy Drew in the thing. I felt like her job was to f- kind of put the pieces together because, as we see, the story had like a bunch of different spots going on, right? And you can kind of you knew that at some point those pieces were going to be together. And I felt like her job was to put those pieces together. Like, where it, where's the origin place? You know, what's going on? It started with her with the rats and then going to that old lady's house. Like she figured it out. Yeah. I felt like her putting it together. And then, um, obviously Jonathan was like her sidekick, you know, that was his, you know, that wasn't like her, you know, it was, I guess that Jonathan wasn't really, I guess he would be the only one that I would say that was not really like the top notch, like last first two seasons, you know, like he was more like more background. He wasn't even, he was more background. He's consistently blah. He is blah in every season. Yeah. Like, I, I I never liked him, but Nancy's role was important. Yes, she solved a lot of the issues, but I feel like you just give a character that role, and I just don't like. I don't like Nancy's character. I guess she just isn't interesting to me. She's kind of boring. Um, but the the problem I have with this, and I'll stop being negative after this, is <laughs> the first two seasons was so focused on the upside down and the creatures and the sci fi and the cool eerie storyline and like will fighting with this demon inside him and all this cool stuff and that was the premise of the show and then in the background you saw these relationships developing and this season i feel like it was so much focused on the relationships and the dialogue in between them and then the alien was kind of just like an underlying theme it wasn't like in the forefront and i really missed that i miss i don't i don't think that it works when it's 70 relationship 30 aliens i think that the other way around it minimized the exposure to these relationships because when I found when I listened to him talk, like I just didn't, I wasn't sucked in. So the less they focus on that, I think the more value the show carries. And I just feel like they they missed it on this one. Well, I have a question. Were you? Uh, I felt like this show was you definitely emotionally involved. Like I, the first two seasons, you know, I wasn't really emotionally involved. So w- what are you looking for out of a show? Because for me, when I get emotionally involved, I know that's a good show. You know, you either you're gonna. Even if I hate it, because I'm like, fuck, I hate that. But I still got emotionally involved. And I felt like this season from one, two, yeah, the first season, obviously the first season was exciting because it's something new. Like, what is this storyline? We all love, you know, nostalgic, you know, age, you know, um, time pieces. Um, 
and you got that excitement. The, the music is great, fits in. Um, second season was a continuation of that, more badass, more action. Uh, L is getting stronger. Um, and mm. I felt like they were great. I loved them, but I wasn't emotionally involved as I was in this one. I mean, throughout the whole show, I'm like, fuck, someone's going to die for sure. And, of course, they picked <clears throat> one of my favorite characters to do it. But, um, yeah. I mean, even with the whole Billy thing, I mean, she's, like, tapping into an inner thing about Billy to turn him to be good. And Billy was the bad. Like, I love that pose at dude, the end. That was an amazing pose. Dude, Billy at the end. I cared good. more about Billy dying than I did with Hop. What the What? What because of Billy in that season, dude, that that was Billy such did a an cool, amazing job though. Bill, he like, killed that it. was he an did. amazing villain because yeah. he was fucking scary, bro. Yeah, dude, he that killed it. When he's in the scary. fucking sauna, let me out the fucking door. Let me out here. Yeah, dude, dude that was so good. Billy killed it, and yeah. like when he's just like abducting these women, it's like just don't move. Yeah, I'm just like walking away. Oh man, yeah. I, I don't know. I, so I I don't think that the reason the first two seasons weren't so focused on maybe you weren't emotionally attached is because they were too young to be in love, right? They yeah. were kids. They were babies. And now they're getting they're getting to those formidable years where love is a thing or relationships are a thing, and that's fine. But they're focusing so much on it. Like I don't give a shit about ninth grade love. I don't care about ninth grade love. And it seems to be like, yes, they're all like these kids in love, but also the adults are acting like ninth graders in love. Like they're so immature with the way they handle each other. And it's just, I don't know if they're going for humor through it, but it just isn't believable to me. And so I don't care about it. I'm just waiting for it to get over with so I can get back to the cool storyline with the aliens. Did you not have ninth underline. grade love? I had ninth grade love. It was, I took me right back to that moment where I first hold that girl's hand, you know, and smell Ooh, her hair. I'm telling Amber. That was like 20 years Zach's, ago, all right? Um, I hung out on Zach's floor in ninth grade. So I, I, <laughs> I, my ninth grade love was WoW and Yu-Gi-Oh. Jordan's ninth grade love was me. <laughs> I was find, finding other ways to say it, but yeah, I didn't have ninth grade I love. I just felt like that Maybe was that's what it is. But. So, so I, I, I do think that there's definitely more relationships in this uh, than yes. um, the action scenes. I, yes. I don't disagree. Um, I, I didn't mind that, but... If there was like a like a theme that I felt like kind of went through the the season, I would say that it was female empowerment. And here's why. I think that when you had Joyce and Hopper together, Joyce like stepped up in a big big way, saved Hopper multiple times. When you had Steve and Robin, I can't. Robin, Robin together, Robin basically handled that entire thing. Like Steve took a big big backseat to to her the entire time. When you had uh, Lucas and no no not Lucas uh, what's the kid with the the teeth oh Dustin 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 and Susie Lucas's sister oh oh yeah yeah Lucas's sister figured a ton of that shit out like and yeah. she was actually pretty funny she was and cool. then obviously you have L and then um, I don't know Mad Max didn't really do anything crazy but if you if you like looked across the spec oh and then you have uh, Jonathan and um, Nancy. That's true. And Nancy That's true. solves everything and Jonathan takes a major step back. Yeah. So if you if you look across the spectrum of all characters, it's just like female led, female led, female led, female led, female led, female led. And they always have a male counterpart, and the male counterpart always takes a major step back and lets the female take the lead. And that's kind of that's kind of how like the theme that I saw in this season. And um Especially with with Steve, because like at the end, Steve like you know professes love, but then she was like, "Nah, bro, I don't even like boys." Like, I'm into girls. <laughs> so that's so sad. That was so sad. Yeah, and I thought it was. I thought it was cool because I thought it was unexpected. I was so is, happy. 
Yeah, I, like, I felt like if they just would have fallen in love, that. I would have been like, boo. Don't force it's boring, that. Boring, yeah. dude. Boring. Exactly. All right, all right. Um, so, yeah, that, that was like a theme that, that I saw. And maybe one of the reasons why you're so pissed about Stephen Hot because th- those are your boys, but they took major steps back. I think you got a point there, That's man. A very good I, point. I haven't looked at it that way, but that you're very accurate. I mean, in every situation, it's the female that's taking the taking the lead and saving the day. Especially, especially with, eleven. With L obviously. and L and uh, uh, Jonathan. No, not Jonathan. Mike. Sorry. Mike. Mike. L and Mike. Right. So Mike's whole thing was like, "Oh, you can't do this. You need to like take care of yourself. Like you're gonna get hurt." Blah 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 blah. And L's whole thing was like, "Wait a minute. I'm a fucking person. Like I can make my own decisions. You don't know me better than I know myself." So right. you need to take many seats, many seats, bro. And that's ended up <laughs> what he ended up having to do. And but so homegirl needs to get checked out because if her nose bleeds every single time, like something's going on up there. Like she yeah. can't just keep doing that. Yeah. Like the, she lost her power. I mean, in retrospect, Mike might may have had a point because now she can't even she doesn't have her powers anymore. Like that's we're true. in a world yeah. of shit if she doesn't have her powers because she's the only yeah. reason why you guys are alive. So yeah. somebody's got to figure that shit out. That's very but true. That's kind of the theme that I saw moving through all the characters. Very good. That's, that's yeah. That's, that's a good true. observation, Zach. I yeah. like that. Okay. Appreciate so, um, what what do you guys think? Do you guys want to go into ratings? Is there anything else you want to touch on with the storyline? So, I just want to give a, a proverbial MVP to Lucas. Yeah. Because uh, even though, I mean. If we were gonna really give an MVP, it'd probably be L, bro. Okay, she's like Tom I don't know, Brady, man. dog. Hop, she's she's Hop doing did the a most. lot of work. He, what? Hop, Hop did a lot of work at the end. Like L was getting wrecked by the mind well, flare. And... Hop Hop did a ton of work, but I feel like the person that ended up saving everybody was Joyce. I know, but because Hop cleared the the path for her to get there and took out the Russian dude. Yeah, Hop Otherwise. did Hop did a ton of work to get her there. That's true. So you're yeah. saying you're giving Hop the MVP? Well, wow, plot twist. I thought you said Hop was trash. No, I so I still felt like I felt like Hop's character was just annoying this season, but he was still badass in certain sick segments and I just if we're talking about MVP like save but the day. But let's define MVP now cuz this is actually Yeah. Good. Like so most valuable what, character. Most valuable like, character to the scenario. To the scenario. That's what we're saying. To like okay. the whole to the whole, the whole story. season 3. Who is the most valuable character to the whole thing? And that can be a mixture of scenario, but also who did you love to see on the screen the most? And uh, that's that's where I get my favorite. It's gotta be you gotta combine season. those two things. Okay, well then I'm gonna go. Who got you hyped? Who got you hyped when you Billy? Saw Billy is my favorite character on the screen. Oh, that's a good. That's a good one. And okay. he did fight off the mind flare at the very waning moments before his death. Saved L. He did save L, but I don't. I mean, I guess sacrifice that could be MVP himself to do it. That was iconic. Future, too. iconic, iconic. Dude, yeah. I was actually really pissed when that happened. I was like, "Fuck!" I what a way to go, it. though. Especially yeah. like the scene. I feel like is burned into my mind because he has yeah. his hands out like this, <sighs> and the things like coming and he's holding it. And he's like, "Ah!" And it's yeah. like getting it out of size, stabbing and stuff, his still fucking size it. and shit. Oh yeah. man, what a scene that was! God, epic was man. So, what did he say at the end? That was pretty good. Too? Didn't he say something about being sorry or trying to be better? I'm sorry. Yeah. Or, um, yeah. And then he just fucking. It was like, okay. Oh. So we got we got one MVP vote for Billy. Jr. Um, I'm just, I'm trying to think of who was like the most like I was emotionally attached to throughout the whole thing. Um, and who I was like. Every time I got excited, I I feel like I mean I'm gonna have to go with L because every time I saw L, I I was like, 
seeing, you know, like her be powerful and her, she kind of reminded me of Jean Grey a lot, you know, um, mm. and the, the want to be normal, but yet knowing that she had to do the, the superpower thing and she did it mm-hmm. with, with, she did it regardless of sacrifice and uh, regardless of consequences and mm-hmm. um i thank god he's wearing shorts and not <laughs> um <laughs> but i'm gonna say l just because i think she she i think she knew she was gonna probably lose her power if she kept going and she still kept going and um it's hard because i want to say hot but fuck because he made me cry at the end like but you did cry i i teared like right. it like hit the very tip Dude, you were bawling like a it was like little the baby. It's like the very like it got. You were holding Amber's arm. No, he's it was just me by myself. He's not uh, You were sitting here by yourself, just crying. It's worse by myself. I had like a drink. I was in the dark. You know, I just the music was loud. <laughs> Drinking in the morning, huh? Yeah. What have we done to you, bro? I don't know. Um, <laughs> but I, it, I'm gonna say ill just because I felt like I was attached to her through the whole time. There were parts where I didn't atta- I wasn't attached to Hot, particularly like, um, in the middle when they were driving around more, you know, but every time yeah. L came on the screen, I felt like I was like, uh, I was intrigued. Like I paused, I made sure I paused it every time she came on, you know? Um, and then of course, That's I mean, yeah. The, yeah. And then, then hop came on at the end and, and stole it, but they kind of got stronger. But if I'm going to pick someone throughout the whole thing, it's going to be L for sure. Okay. So uh, one thing, uh, one thing about L that I did like that I feel like we only touched on briefly is her, um, transformation to becoming like, more normal mm, like yeah. her and mad max's adventure in the mall yeah i thought that you shit like was so that? funny i did oh, i thought it was dude, funny it was she just didn't thing. know what she was doing uh, like the, the, the questions max? that she asked were just like what is this what is that and then she would just put shit on and then um mad max would be like if you, she if he doesn't treat you right you gotta dump his ass <laughs> and then she went right up to to mike and was like i dump your ass like I just feel like she's so innocent oh, and I hate it. The, funny. The music? I laugh. Come on, the music while they're doing Yeah, and the so music cheesy. was just like so happy. Like, dee, 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 and Max dee, is just like not even Max anymore. Like, Mad Max from season two is nothing. Like, she's so different in season three. Just like She was just, quite like, a bit different, though. They create a character for Elle's like, companion. It's like, hey, we have Max. Let's make her that. Like, she has no similar traits. That's season that's two. That's true. Yeah, she's a little different. I, I didn't like it. I didn't, I, didn't, uh, I didn't like it. All right. So, yes, she's more normalized. And that was just a fun scene. I just wanted to call that yeah. out. Um, <laughs> just, okay. I just had a lot of fun. I, I had a lot. I loved this. Season, dude. I loved it. I don't I, get it. I, like, I loved it so much. Um, so my MVP, it's tough. I mean, I didn't, I didn't think this conversation was going to get as serious as it, as it's gotten. Um, it's what we do. Yeah. At first I wanted to give it to Lucas. I just don't. Lucas think is can. the fun one. He was cool. I just he yeah, was cool. Like I feel like if if, if it was if it was who did you enjoy to see on screen the most, then it would be I would give that to Lucas. But a minimal if, impact. He didn't. But have he had impact. a very minimal impact. Like his impact on on the the scenario overall is so low that I feel like it takes him out of the running. He's probably top three for me though, just because I enjoyed him so much. Yeah, he killed. Um, which is cool because he wasn't one of my favorite characters in the first two. He kind of really blossomed in season three. I feel like. Yeah, he was he, hilarious like, in season he's three. Just new His and girl advice and was freaking hilarious. Yeah. Um. Okay. I mean, I'm giving it Topper. How could we not? Yeah. How could we not? How could we not? That's fair. He's he 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 has a full carry arc, character arc. 
he gets he shows his emotion he talks about having a daughter again after he lost his daughter he fights twice at every episode he gets his ass kicked a lot but keeps getting up keeps trekking forward while he's eating slim jims and smoking cigarettes and stealing convertibles yeah stealing convertibles and he and he um he's just the man dude like he's the hero we all need he and he's like he breaks into the russian facility and you know he ultimately sacrifices himself for the greater good and then at the end, it was, like, such an emotional way for him to go. Like, that that letter, L reading it, him talking about his daughter and, and you know, how he found another one. And and then and then the end where he said, I want you to uh, make sure to leave your door open just three inches. I felt that line was, like, so impactful because it it talked about him. JR's like, going to start crying, dude. It, 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 it talked about, like, li- it, was, it was literal, right? It was, like, literally leave your door open when you're with that guy. But there was also this, like, meaning behind it that was, like, and as you grow, like, I can't stop you from growing. I don't really want you to, but I can't stop it. But as you do, just remember to let me in a little bit every once in a while. Do you know what I mean? And, like, that was, like, (laughs) deep on us, man. Dude, but that line was just, because, I mean, we all grow. We have parents and stuff. And this, like, idea of, like, you know, as you grow, like, I'm I'm, I'm always going to love you, but just leave your door open three inches. It's just, like. It's deep. It's super yeah. deep and meaningful. And then Elle's just crying and the music's playing. And, bro, I fucking lost it. I cried. Yeah. <laughs> I cried. I cried. And Hopper is literally so the desktop on my computer right now. That's how much I've, I've... Bro, I'm about to get, like, a Hopper poster and put it on my oh wall in my, my office. Fuck. That's how much Hopper made an impact on me in this season. He was, it was so incredible. much better in the first two. Oh, man. I feel like Hopper is it just the... Like, you keep calling him Hellboy, JR. Don't call him that anymore. That's I love Hopper, him as Hellboy. That's Hopper, bro. Okay, but tell me this. If he didn't have the Joyce relationship, how much better would his character have been this season? Like, Do you think it would have been better? No, I disagree. I don't think it would have been better. Oh I, feel like, I feel like although the Joyce relationship was a little bit overdone and annoying at times, without the Joyce relationship, he's still just he, like the growth isn't there anymore. He He's becomes a father and accepts his daughter. That just like uh, just does all that stuff. But he but needed they never, Joyce to bring that out of him. That he never, went to Joyce to be like, "Yo, what do I ha- what do I do here?" And that's fine. That whole no, entire no, season, no him walking with Joyce was him like trying to find a type of love again. Like he had given that up, and now he's trying to kind of open up again. And I felt like that was that was. That was growth. I, that was cool. I also feel that without Joyce, that he wouldn't have gone on the adventure he was going to go on. I mean, she's the one that kind of dragged him and kind of like places to places. We should go do this. We should go do this. We should go back to the fair. Our, our kids are at the fair. We need to go save our kids. Like I felt without Yeah, he Joyce, was just on the couch. He wasn't going to be uh, he was like, and now we be wait. in those impactful moments, right? Like I felt like she's, they used her to, to, to guide Hopper to the greatness Prod him along. Yeah, you're just saying like the the way that the story happened. Which yes, of course, if if she's in the story, that's how it's going to happen. But I'm saying if you remove her, there's other ways of making that same storyline happen without. I just don't. How would you do it? Off, I I, well, but, <laughs> we'll, we'll send some letters. Don't piss Jordan off. Yes. <laughs> but the without relationship, doesn't man. he just like stay the same? Don't you feel like he's just the same brooding cop? I'm not saying don't have Joyce at all. I'm saying just leave out the romantic side of it because the 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 helping father become a father like yes she helped him a lot there that's great but the whole romantic side of it was just so cheesy 
and awkward that I just it, it ruined it for me. So mm. if you just leave that part out of it and make sure like the life he lost was the one that he always loved and he wants to keep it that way, whatever, I don't care how you do it. I just feel like I can get behind that way more. Keeps it a little more serious for me. Because like the stakes are so high in the yeah, show. Yeah, but it's such a silly show. But everything they're focused on is so silly. It's and, like, so silly, yeah. It, it annoys me at times. I guess that that's just, I don't know. The whole Maybe. thing is pretty silly. Like, I feel yeah. like I just kind of like in the beginning was like, oh, I get it. There's going to be some really gnarly scenes and there's going to be some gore and there's going to be high stakes, but it's going to be a silly show. Like, it's a but silly it never, show about kids. It wasn't as you know? silly in the first two, you know? Like, the whole Will thing was so dark in season two. Like, I, I don't know. I, I feel Will's like just... character takes a freaking big L as the worst Dude. character in the Oh season. my god. All we didn't even did, talk about him. Let's just not line, talk about him. Let's every single scene that he was in was just he's back <laughs> he's here he's here Nick, why like... don't you guys like playing games anymore Dude, no, wait, that guy sucks <laughs> he's here he sucks so bad I felt bad for him I'm like I bro did. as an actor that sucks dog you yeah. get one line an episode they wouldn't even play Dungeon and Dragons episode. with him so the Byers family just needs to leave the planet and then fucking Nancy and well I guess if Jonathan Byers is already out Nancy just has to leave and then we're good Damn, just, bro. Just expelling right, real, characters. Real, real quick, because I, we already kind of went around, and I don't want to do this another long time, but I'm just super curious. Who's your number two second place MVP? <laughs> Rapid <laughs> fire, go. Rapid MVP. fire, second place. Uh, well, Hop was my my only one behind Billy, so I'd go Hop. Hop. Okay, so you didn't hate him as much as you're sounding like. You just Hop. have a lot no, of No, I'm criticism. saying they limited his greatness. Got, got it. JR, second place. A Hop, for sure. It was such a close between him and, and L. Hop. And is your second Lucas? Lucas, yeah. All right, cool. All right, so let's go out of 10. What do you guys give it? This season, not the series, this season. Uh, I'm going to give it a 8.5. 8.5. you. All right, 8.5. <laughs> Man, <laughs> my rating's going to make Jordan so mad. Don't do it. <laughs> Don't do it. All right, my turn. Yeah, it's yeah. your turn. Nine five. Oh, nine five. <laughs> Dude, it was so good. Are you I saying this is the best season? Yeah, for sure. Oh my god, for sure, hands down, oh, without why? a doubt. And I and I liked I liked uh. all three of the seasons. I started this season like on a ra- random Friday night, and Alicia was like, "Are you gonna watch the whole season tonight?" And I was like, "No, nah, like, of course not. I'm just gonna watch a couple episodes and go to bed." And she's like, "All right, cool." I watched the whole season that night. Couldn't turn just, it off. That's a hard one, yeah. I was like riveted, bro. I thought that's how I was the first two. Being riveted. I was like, oh my god, I gotta find out what happens next. I gotta find out what happens next. It just took me, transported me away on a journey, and the payoff at the end was just powerful and emotional. How and did it transport you when the characters are so unbi like I just I, I believed can't. it, dude. I, I believed can't. it. I guess that's I just didn't believe it. I, I gave it a six point five just because I, I love the show and I love the the sci-fi and I love a lot of the characters, but I was really disappointed with the dialogue and the relationships. So that busts us out to an eight point two, which right. pretty solid. You pretty ready? Solid for season three. I have the I have the Rotten Tomato up for season three. Yeah. Oh, do you guys want to hear it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What do we got? All right, the audience score is eighty five percent. God, we're we're close. Eighty two. And the tomato tier. The critic score is 89. Wow. Which makes it the highest rated season yet. That's so stupid. <laughs> oh, my God. 
I guarantee you the audience scores on the first two were higher. Just saying. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. That pisses While me off. While he looks that up, you, let's talk about a little bit of theories. You, oh, I'm wrong. Season two is higher rated. Season two is higher. Um, yeah. you, they mentioned Americans don't mess with not the Actually, Americans. it's the least highest rated. It's the least highest, yeah, but they're all really high though. I mean, like this nines. was the worst. Yeah. yeah the season three. one was, uh, the critic score was 96 and the audience score was 95. Um, yep, but that that's not really sense. fair cause it's brand new. I mean, that people are like, sense. Oh, what is this? That's crazy. Yeah. Those uh, really season high. two, the, the critic score was 95. The audience score was 90. It's <laughs> just. Still and way so better. season three, the the critic score is eighty nine and the audience score is eighty five. That's still so it's the lowest rated. It's still pretty. But it's still high as fuck. I mean, it was at that not point, the it doesn't best really season. Yeah. Um, not the best season. Real quick, uh, let's talk about just some 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 theories, just because that's what it, what we do on Hop Heroes theories and things coming up. Um, you know, they talked about the don't not the Americans at the end. What do you think they meant by that? When they were pulling in that guy to be eaten by the. Um, oh yeah kind of like sacrificing him yeah like what do you think they meant by not the americans like do you think i don't what what scene are you talking so about this, okay yeah, so this is after said. the right at the end all right everybody's gone the the crying's over everybody's left you know uh l went with um uh the buyers the buyers and you know they play that uh very sad song and um credits <laughs> pop up and then all of We're a sudden there's like a post credit scene and it's the guy getting yanked out of his cell, and he's like, "Please don't do this to me." In Russian, "Please don't do this to me." And they're dragging him. Uh, uh, and then, well, before they did that, they went. The first guard went to one door, and he's like, "No, not the Americans." And then he goes to the next door, and he pulls that Russian guy out to be eaten by the the demigoblin or whatever they call those things. Um, Demogorgon. Demogorgon. And what do you think they meant by not the American? I mean, obviously it was on purpose, right? I mean, what? There's no scene. Did they show who was in the cell? No, not at all. No. So no. that's probably why there's somebody. In it the was cell Hopper. That... That's what I was thinking. I think it's the Hopper. internet thinks it was Hopper, and he's like transformed somehow. Maybe he's got superpowers. Like he got transported or something. Because like his body was never found, and and I I don't know, man. I just feel like Hopper is such a fucking sick character. Like, how are you gonna just kill him off? Seriously, of all the people they could have killed, kill fucking Jonathan Byers. <laughs> Happy. His eyes. God, drive you me killed crazy. Billy and Hopper. Like those were two pretty powerful characters. Seriously, I was. God, if they killed Steve, I would ban the show. I would just stop watching. They, what if they but just shaved his head? It's never gonna. Don't speak that blasphemy into your microphone. <laughs> um, I think it was Hopper. No, yeah, I mean, what else could it be? I you don't know? know. Unless they have like another. Unless it was like one of Eleven's like friends from season two like the other powerful oh. ones you know you know they're gonna come back sooner or later i thought yeah. they were gonna come back yeah. in this episode at some point on uh, the season at some point yeah. i thought someone was gonna make an appearance but me too talk but about talk about apparently there's just out. too much dialogue for fucking joyce byers to fit them in so thank oh. god for that um <laughs> dude <laughs> the hate the hate I, on your I'm voice sorry. right now i was really disappointed <laughs> uh, all right well uh yeah i mean that's 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 my theory, I guess. So um, so eight point two, pretty close to audience score, um, significantly below the the ratings for the the critics. But I uh, I think that we're we're, I, we're in complete disagreement on this season, which makes this this show fun. Um, anything you guys want to plug before we head out? Um, just Oz Oz is out there. Ozenith.com. Uh, Oz baby, company. it's uh it's a big deal. 
um hop heroes is on there uh other podcasts are on there we got sleep easy it's a hip-hop podcast about lyricism poetry we got uh tectonic shifts it's a technology podcast we got two photographers um log in there and check out hop heroes i pride myself on finding public domain images so if he you really go to does. our Hop Heroes website, shit's flame, bro. It looks so good. It really does. Um, we're going to start putting videos up there, too. So this isn't going to be a video episode, but I believe our next episode is going to be a video episode. Um, once we start doing that, that's going to be up there as well. So just check it out. Check it out and, uh, you know, peep game, bro. Yeah, yeah. Oz is something that Zach has been passionate about since we were kids. He's talked about it. It's his passion project, and it's something that's finally come to fruition. It's really fucking cool to see, and, and so far the support's been incredible. So just please keep that up. Thank you guys so much for that. And yeah, if you do want to listen to our, our podcast, um, not just ours, but multiple in the same genre or the same realm or just even different realms, he's got he's got a variety on there. So just, just go to um, ourzenith.com and, and peep it and uh, show some support. And it's just it's just a, a platform for creatives. So if you have that that artistic itch, you know, look no further. Yep. All right. Well, thank you guys. Jr. Do you have anything? Um, just that we can be heroes. <laughs> just for one day. You know, I actually prefer the Bowie we can version be better us. than the Peter Gabriel. Just for one day. All right, everybody. I'm out. Um, Credits roll. And we're out. I apologize for that. Thank thank you. I'm sorry. (laughs) Uh, We'll see you guys next week. Peace.